folks. This is AP Marvel episode 65. Sorry, I was just like trying to think, <laughs> scramble. We're going to get close to the nice was. number. Oh, no. That's how it was. That was also the thing I was thinking of. God damn it. Um, get your head out of the gutter, uh, me. But I'm Chris Compendio. Uh, I'm here with my usual right-hand dude, Anthony Payone. I'm your right hand. That's so sweet. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Breaking news, Anthony Payne, my right-hand man. Uh, but right next to Anthony, uh, returning to the show after a month of hurting uh, youngins uh, during hurting young that you can't you can't phrase it like that. <laughs> hurting children. Yes, whatever, whatever. Uh, what would you prefer to say, Izzy? Show. I was guiding the children. I was guiding children. Okay. I was I was doing orientation. Um, I worked eighty hours last week. Hmm. Dude, orientation counselors should unionize. Jesus. <laughs> Anthony, back from the socialist tabling. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm always on it. Always on it. You know, yes. we we have a, we're living under a terrible system. We're actually going to talk a little bit about what that system Absolutely. does to people yeah. today. Handing out pamphlets and um, who knows what else. Preaching to the masses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Izzy, how many people uh, lost their IDs in orientation? How many freshmen? It was so, oh my God, that was so <laughs> funny. It was literally within two days, four people. One person lost their ID within like 20 minutes. Someone, because like you get the IDs. So like, I don't know if y'all remember, right? you get the IDs in like an envelope, right? Yes. So some, I guess a mom accidentally threw someone's ID in the trash. Good. Good, okay. <laughs> Parents are trying to be so helpful, but alas, they're yeah. doing the opposite. Sigh. Um a lot those are the two most entertaining stories. I'm like I'm like an actual idiot, and I'm surprised <laughs> that I never did that. I never lost it. I think the the only time I ever had to get a new ID was because my dad punched a hole in my ID. So when I had to log, like, sign back into my apartment, my dorm, which is a weird thing to think about. You have to put your card in, like, a machine. The tap reader, right? Yeah, and it's like, oh, hey, so you're, you're not back. Oh, no, you had the slides we, one. No, we don't have the slides. We didn't have the slides. We had to insert it into a machine. That's what I meant, yeah. And then when we insert it into the machine, when, when I inserted it, it did not read it, even though the whole punch just only went through plastic. So, yeah, I'm, I, I'm getting me, I'm getting terrible spent. flashbacks now. I can't think about this anymore. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so, I mean, Chris, you're not literally sitting in the Scotch and Soda office yes, right you're now. You're on campus right now, even though you have since long graduated from Carnegie Mellon. Yeah, um, it's weird. We, yeah, yeah, I was weird walking on campus, which is <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's funny because I'm just like, oh, I have so much uh, like nostalgia for it in the sense of like. I have so many people here that helped me through all my terrible stuff. Um, yeah. Not like all the school, not all the school stuff. Fuck that, you know. But like, uh, you know, I hate it. D twenty three, Izzy. Yeah. Uh, were you following that over the weekend, or were you too busy uh, doing your uh, orientation counselor dances? It was a mix because, like, I think I was, <laughs> I was telling you earlier that, like. The Spider-Man news came, like, at the beginning of orientation, so, like, if I, I was, like, so busy, I almost, like, missed it, and then, like, because my staff knows I love Marvel, they, like, <laughs> talked to me about it, and I was, like, like, I knew, I, by the time they asked me about it, like, I knew it had happened, I was, like, do not talk to me, like, this is yeah. a lot, like, do we have more oh, man. 
orientation? What? Do we have more listeners now because of orientation? Yeah, my household plugged the podcast, so we'll see. Wow. Well, if you're listening much. and you're an idiot who lost her ID, um, <laughs> that's me calling you out. But yeah, that's, that's, that's Chris. Chris, here at AP Marvel, we're not we're not fans of, of toxic call-out culture, and I feel like you're partaking in that in that whole system it's me chris compendia the problem and i feel like and i feel like right now i'm gonna have to call you out (laughs) the cycle continues the cycle continues speaking of cycles continuing um d23 that was not smooth at all (laughs) you know what izzy that was that was smooth that was smooth it could have been they did their best that could, that was true it could have been worse who amongst Um, you can tell me what the 23 in d23 is for i don't know uh, 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 looking it up, are ribosomes? you? Is it, oh, is it for like the 23 properties they have or something like that? Yes, Disney only has 23 properties. Like, like Marvel's a brand, no, because they didn't own Marvel or Lucasfilm or LucasArts when they, uh, not LucasArts, that's the game one, Lucasfilm. <laughs> No, yeah. I, I was wrong. I said, I thought I was correct. 23 means 1923, the year Walt Disney founded the company. Oh, we're coming on 100 years, baby. Yes, it is a, uh, it's the official fan club for the Walt Disney Company, founded in 2009. The first D- D23 Expo was uh, held in 2009, March 10, 2009. Um, it is a biennial, biennial, excuse me. Um, so that's every two years. Most recently, we had the 2019 D23 Expo, and a lot of stuff has happened since the last D23. For one, Disney bought or you know, they acquired all Fox. the assets from 21st Century Fox, and now they have a bunch of little uh trinkets. We didn't talk about any of it. Um, Right? Yeah, I, I don't I, I said this in the last episode. I already no, I said this in uh, I don't remember which episode I talked about it or complained about it. It was probably the box office one. Um I still don't understand <laughs> like what the Fox brand is anymore, especially the you know, they didn't like Fox is now one of the pillars in Disney Plus, which is their streaming service. So that was kind of broken up into like all the different uh, things um, then. I don't know. I, it's it's because, weird like, because they talk about the Simpsons and the yes. Simpsons are just going under animated television. So so, so that's the thing. Um, I've been reading a lot of articles. Um, there there's been stuff from The Verge and other um, techie websites that uh, they got a demo of D twenty three, and you know, they split it up into. That's not the right wording for it. They have in the like let's say the the landing the front page. Let's call it. The five pillars, there's Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Star Wars. Yeah, they just say Star Wars instead of Lucasfilm. Like, no one wants Indiana Jones, I guess. And National that, Geographic. Well, 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 didn't they announce yeah. that they're doing the thing? They are, but like, it's not like, you know, Star Wars is a bigger brand name to a big square, I guess. Um, and, you know, the Simpsons and like other stuff, like it's... There are subcategories, so I guess you mentioned like animation, television animation might be one. So I don't, I don't really get it. But the point being, um, Disney owns a lot of things, and this particular D twenty three was kind of overwhelming in a, in a way that made me kind of freaked out. 
so this year when it made you melt yeah. like freak out freak out i mean I, I i'm always melting like a witch but no i'm i'm kind of like disturbed by <laughs> just like how much of a stronghold disney has on the internet yes that that, um, yeah. that like, well that is capitalism at its finest it's like an, yeah, yeah, no, it's like, at this point disney's like an oligop i think i'm not user i'm not sure if i'm using the terms right but like it's an oligopoly like because yeah. it owns so much stuff that like i I'm sad I kind of missed the I'm sad I missed the episode on the Spider-Man deal. Um, but like it's weird because there's two sides of it. Cause like one, storytelling wise, it's really sucks that Spider-Man is not that this deal fell down because he's so integral yeah. in the universe. But at the same time, like now he gets to be in his own universe. Yeah, breaking it up, in... like spreading it out. Like that's not like if you like if you break up that like power, like you get more properties, more stuff. And like, yeah. They're prop like the Sony films might not be as good, but like I also do. It's weird. Like I don't see a future where like they at least don't extend it for a few more films, and then like in Phase Five he's gone. Like I see, like I, I think what I prefer is like let's do something temporary to like round him out. Like then maybe like Tom Holland will like, a uh, Tom Holland Spider Man will like retire, retire. die, whatever. Yeah. Like. Or maybe like like then like you then he's out. I think like looking at it from the other stance, like revealing his identity is also an explanation for like oh he's out because he's just been exposed to the world. But at the same time, it's just too big of a thing to like not ever address it again. Uh, certainly poor timing for sure, and it definitely was a big elephant in the room. There are a lot of conflicting reports on um, what. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not talking just about the the reports about the deal itself. I'm talking about Tom Holland physically being at D23, and it's like, are you allowed to say things? So you know, Tom Holland did the whole because he was he was on stage for Onward, which he's he's mm -hmm. in that Pixar movie with Chris Pratt. Yep. Yeah. And at the end, he just kind of like slipped in like, hey, hey, I know this has been a weird week. I love you three thousand, <clears> yada yada yada. So that's really like the most he could have said on stage about that. Uh -huh. Um. So and this this is oh Chris go sorry yeah no go ahead I mean like we we talked about this with Thomas but like you two are not here so like I I'd like to hear your brief thoughts on this whole so, fiasco before we move on. Yeah, so I, Izzy, did you did you want to continue because you just want, or did you want to give your take? I think take? I think that just my last points were like it was just hilarious. Like at first you see the tweets of like everyone blaming Sony, but then you realize like what I did and like what other sort of smart people realized was that not to call anyone out, but like it's a mixture. Because like at first I read it and thought like oh Disney like co-financing like that's smart. Like I guess like. And so just like, I'm like, Sony just has like a huge ego. But then when I realized Disney would get 50% of the money, I'm like, no, Disney's being greedy. Like, yeah. it is. So it really is both of their faults. But then, like, as you said, Chris, you hear conflicting stories of like 30%, or, like 25%, or, like 5%. That like, it's definitely one of those cases where like you just don't know what to believe. And it sucks that like, I feel like we're in divorce court. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's interesting because the, the first article that you shared, Chris, from and Deadline? From Deadline said Disney asked for 50-50 when initially it was 90-10 Sony. So I was immediately out of the gate like, oh, this is absolutely Disney's fault for being a fucking dick, you know? You know, fucking douche canoe. But also, um, like, my whole take on this whole thing and, you know, 
I mean, this is coming from my, you know, my socialist, you know, part of me, and I've made these criticisms to other people before, like, you know, by this point, Spider-Man should be fucking, you know, a, um, what's the word? I can't think of it now. Public domain? Yeah, he should be in public domain. And like the idea, yeah. What? Why are you laughing? Because it, it's just kind of true. Like like how space, like how Shakespeare's public domain. Like- yeah, exactly. It should. The, the idea is that like I think a lot of people are upset by this whole thing, and I think you know personally, it's a great way to actually you know talk to people about like, hey, Sony's not going to make it better, and they're just profiting off of it the same way that Disney is. It's just like it's two shitty parents divorcing over your like. It's your friend, your friend's parents are getting a divorce and your friend tells you, these guys both suck. I do not want to live with either of them. Thank Can you. I live with you? And does that sound cool? Does that sound awesome? Do you know who you are? You're the worker. It should be nationalized. See, look, that's how it is. Look how great I was able to explain and to, to, you know, the masses, how we should nationalize industries. Oh, I was gonna, yourself on the back there. I was going <laughs> to say props to you for tying in my divorce court metaphor yes, yes oh my god i mean divorce court is a yes. great is is a great metaphor because that is a televised thing right like not just divorce court lowercase but like divorce court the reality show yeah like oh, i god. also oh, like i also could like see so, sorry i heard a great buzzing like not gonna lie like in like 20 30 years like if there's like a movie me like kevin feige or something like or like a tv series about like this deal like i would watch it it would be interesting I wouldn't just do the deal. I would do the whole thing. It would have to be about Disney as a whole. But like, you know, as I was saying, this the whole problem with this situation is that if, you know, if I wouldn't necessarily say fans, but if like the people who were basically running, like who ran the show, who wrote the stories and like collectively with all of the artists who did everything else for these movies were able to create this content on their own without having to worry about corporate overlords then we'd actually get good entertaining content that was you know well diversed um um covered a wide variety of topics because it spoke to actual people and not what you know corporate executives want so that's my take on this whole thing sure Um, like no one so like it's not like oh sony uh, you know i'm rooting for sony oh i'm rooting for disney you know they both Right. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've been seeing so many corporate cheerleaders on social media, like people who are like kind of standing one side or the other. And you know, I'm I'm more inclined to say that like Sony is on the right when it comes to the situation. But the thing is that Sony is still a corporation, like you say. Exactly. You said so. Like people are like, like, idea of it is kind of like. Sorry, Chris. Go. So the thing is that people are like, oh, Sony made Spider-Verse, and that's a great movie. So they're going to – it's like, no, you're not crediting, like, the, the boots exactly. on the ground people who made that goddamn movie. Uh, and, and, yeah. and, and a big it's criticism awesome. a big criticism that I make whenever people bring up that dumb point is that Sony, big Sony, didn't give a fuck about Spider-Verse. They didn't think that it was going to be good at all. They thought it was going to be trash, so they just left it off to Sony Animation. And Sony Animation, those, the people that did the work there, you know, seeing all of their great, you know, behind the scenes clips, the animators on Twitter talking about that film, they deserve all the praise. Not Sony at all. Also, like, that is just, like, it is a great, it's an amazing movie. That is just one case out of, like, 10 good, some mostly shitty Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I said it. Like, I call the Raimi movies good, not great. Sue me. Like, 
Sorry, but like at Delirulin on Twitter. Yeah, like yeah, but like that is one interstellar like case out of like a lineup of movies that have been like either good to like mostly shitty. So let me bring this let me bring this back to D23. Um so the thing is that going back to my point about um uh so the thing about corporate cheerleaders is um th- that that's exactly what D23 is I feel, you know, like mm-hmm. that is at the well that's at the the Anaheim Convention Center. Yeah. Uh, I've I've been to for a, a different event, <laughs> not for D twenty three. God no, and you know I assume you've had like you would have a lot of people like cosplaying as Disney characters. A lot of um, I don't there know, like kids, yeah, exhibits. There, um, were, there was like a, a tour of what the Avengers campus will be at Disneyland. <laughs> right. Which, yeah, yeah. Which like as someone who loves theme parks and as someone who actually designed an Avengers. Uh, an Avengers right. part of of Epcot. Every, if you want to see what it looked like, you can tweet at me. I have the PowerPoint presentation. It was all <laughs> it was all decked out. It was really Insider good. It had a bunch of really cool rides at the Pizza Taco on Twitter. At, yeah, at, there you, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, let me ask the two of you this: Would either of you say that you love Disney? This no, is, this is tough because I yeah. actually kind of love like feeling like a kid, and like I love a lot of the movies, but like I don't love Disney. So like, but there's so many stands. So like, yeah, the so Disney like, stands are everywhere. So my like friend, so my best friend from home, like she, lo- like her family loves Disney. That's what I associate with like a Disney like love. They wear the hats all the time. The 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 the, the ears. The, the Mickey ears. I'm not sure, but they go to Disney like like she's part. Of, she's like my my friends. Like she's like one of five. But like they go to Disney like almost every year. Like have like an annual pass. Like super into it. Like go to all like go to all of the new lands. Mostly just like Florida. But like they like loves like the princesses. Like the like this the Disney like what we I guess initially see is like Disney like the princesses like Pixar like all of those stuff like like everything before Marvel and Lucasfilm like. That's what I associate with, like, a Disney-level, like, lover. Like, Marvel and Lucasfilm, yeah, they're owned by Disney, but they feel so different. Mm-hmm. Like, I could be, you could be a Marvel fan and, like, hate Disney, for instance. Like, that's, that's totally, like, feasible. Like, they are two different things. And, like, I, like, yeah, like, I enjoy some, like, Disney properties, but, like, I definitely consider myself more of a Marvel fan than, like, a Disney. Like, I, like, I haven't watched all, like, the Pixar films. Like, I have not, I, I am not like, I am not like running to the theater to see Frozen two. Like, oh, I'm no. just yeah. I don't think I've seen. I think the last Pixar movie I saw, other than Toy Story four, was in theaters. Incredibles two, and I think before that, Inside Out. I can never watch. Oh yeah, I could like. Yeah, I never watched Coco. I don't know if I can. Yeah, I don't like. <laughs> like I like. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I can watch Coco. Because I know how sad it is. Oh. And I do not want to experience that sadness. Oh, no, it's not the sadness. It's, like, my own personal reasons. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I, yeah, like, everyone keeps telling me, oh, you gotta see this movie. So, like, when I was a kid, I used to, like, my family had a, my, my grandparents had a vacation house in uh, Fort Myers, Florida. So we go to Disney a lot when we were down there. And we'd always have VHS tapes of Disney stuff. So we have, like, a bunch of Disney movies, but we also had, like, promotional movies so we would have like vhs tapes of like stuff that would happen at disney park 
and I would watch all of these things as a kid. And I and that's how I would get like enamored with like Disney. Like Disney in the nineties, um, and I, I don't know if your question after this is kind of get get into this, but like Disney in the nineties is very different than what like Disney before that. Um, because you know, you'd have constantly you would have people protesting Disney, like all the live long day, which is actually a quote from a Disney song. Um so it's it's very interesting that like once the 90s hit you got a bunch of kids that kind of grew up loving disney and never like dis like understanding why it is bad they try to build a, a an american style theme park i think in the late 80s 90s early 90s and people shut it down people were constantly protesting it constantly shitting on disney and like if that was like mentioned today, people would be like, Yes, hell yeah, fuck fuck everyone who's protesting that. And it's just, you know, it's interesting kind of seeing how, you know, when you grow up with something and it's so so much become of like a, a part of your nostalgia and your culture that it's hard to like find any criticisms in it because you want to go back to feeling good. Because we live in a hellscape. Yeah. So, you know, you know, to put it lightly, we live in a hellscape. So you want to go back to those feelings of being, you know, okay and content and, you know, watching VHS tapes on your old, uh, you know, uh, ha- uh, you know, shag carpet as a kid. On your Samsung TV. No, I, no, Samsung's you're, was you're still around then, right? Your dumb uh, CRT TV. Oh, uh, that's too know. old for me. <laughs> Uh, no, that's what I would watch it on, you know, and, you know, I have to wind the tapes back myself. Oh, God. You know, see, I'm old. VHS, baby. What'd you say? VHS, baby. Yeah, VHS, baby. So it's like, you know, it's interesting kind of, you know, I, I like going, like, whenever I went to Disney, and the last time I went was, I think, spring break 2015, I saw the, or 2016? I saw the trailer for uh, Civil War when I was there. So that was really nice to see. So, was, yeah, that was definitely, like... No, 20, 2016. No. Was this the one with Spider-Man in it? Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah, it was the first... It was, like, the second... No, no, yeah, you're right. It's, like... This is when I realized... Before May, yeah. Yeah, so this is when I realized that all the, like, the really cool Marvel trailers come out in March for the main movie. So... Um, yeah, so this was, like, 2016. And that was the last time I went, and I wanted to go again this year. But, you know, money stuff and other personal life issues, you know, it all through. But, like, I really like going, but it costs a lot of money. And it's, like, it's taxing for a lot of, like, actual working class people who, like, spend their time. Like, a lot of, like, people who go to this are either people who are dedicated to this, people that go once, or people that go constantly but aren't dedicated. And those people that go constantly and aren't dedicated are, like, the most of the people that go. Those are the people that go like either once a year, twice a year, or once every like couple of years. And those people are like pretty wealthy. Because they can afford the flights to bring the whole family down to, you know, stay at one of the fancy resorts, you know, to pay for the three hundred or four hundred dollar tickets. Um, you know, it's a lot. So like, I don't know. Nationalize Disney. Make it so that everyone can go. So uh, that that's actually kind of like at the heart of what I wanted to ask you to about about like do, not so much do you love Disney the like the the properties do you love Disney the idea and so you know it, r- recall that the 
the the tagline for Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. And we have like imagineers and there is, you know, the the whole idea of nostalgia and imagination and just that whole quote unquote magical feeling that they are trying to instill in you. Um, That's kind of what you were describing, Anthony. Yeah. No, I, I still like, I have those feelings every time. Like if I was to go to, like if I was to hop on a plane today, go to Disney world, I would still have my constant criticisms of Disney as corporate and Disney. The like Disney, the idea is weird to say because the idea of Disney also has entangled with it, this corporatism. Yeah, because also, you also have to define what is the idea of Disney. Is it the properties that they, is it the properties that, like, they own and, like, the licensing and the brands? Mm-hmm. Like, is it their history and what part of their history? Is it all their histories or modern history? Is it their modern history? Like, and because Disney is so, I don't know if perfect is the right word, but so, at least so present that, like, you can't, I can't even define what the idea of Disney is. Because it feels like it's startlingly everywhere. So, like, yeah, the the thing that, like, the, the feelings that I got when I went to Disney last was very much of, oh, my God, I feel good. I feel happy. I feel, like, I feel, like, feelings of, like, childhood wonder, joy. Like, I went on all the old rides. I went on the Disney, like, I went on, like, the Disney, like, dark ride. I went on the 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 carousel of uh the carousel of progress which is it's very <laughs> own weird really what it's called i'm in a, i'm in a Disney Look, i in love the carousel like 10, of progress and like, I will, 10, like 15 years the carousel of progress was a, is a tomorrow world ride where you basically sit in a chair and the seats spin around like this um like a diorama tomorrow. like a diorama in the center yeah and i there's like, like yeah. animatronics that basically like this is what the 1920s were like this is what the 1930s were like this is the 1940s this is the 1950s this is the 1970s and then like the 2000 like the 2010s one was like a, like it looked like um when did uh, American Psycho come out? The nineties, right? Yes. So or like yeah. two thousand one. Okay, so it Something looked like like, like modern esque apartment building or like house, but like circa nineties, and it was just like and like grandma wearing like really massive virtual reality goggles. So it was like kind of out of date. It was very funny, uh, but like I, I don't know. I love the charm in it, but like I understand that it's. A, you know, it's a toxic organization that continuously like pays people garbage wages, and you know is 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 creating a stranglehold on uh like entertainment. Entertainment, yes. It definitely feels like. I mean, I think for us, for like our generation today, definitely Disney definitely feels like a metaphor for like growing up because like when you're younger, you see that nostalgia and like because like they pretty much like make a law of like the child, like what you probably consume as a child, like. Mm-hmm. And Montana, like the princesses, like now Star Wars, like Marvel, like they can, like they may love that. But as you get older and you realize, like, sorry, but to cough, but but yeah, as you get older and like you get corporate entanglements, you realize like that they own everything. Like that's scary, and so mm-hmm. it's a very complex relationship. And like, I guess sort of going back to Spider Man, like I would, I guess, just, like I would prefer that, like. Yeah, like Spider Man is so like 
entangled within this Marvel universe now. Like he, like he probably like today. Like today, he probably people are still like looking up to Spider Man. Like, and he's become like relevant again. I think like they, I think that Disney and Sony need to like make a deal that extends for like a few more movies, and then just don't just. This is my view on the X Men. This is my view on Spider Man. Do not touch X Men for ten years. Don't touch Spider Man in twenty. I'm tired. They're not I, gonna do that. They have three movies with Spider Man. No, like I, like after those three movies, don't touch him. They will. Then they then I don't understand. They're gonna also touch it with X Men. Come on, what do you think? How do you think this? How do you think capitalism? Baby, that's how this works. What was that noise from Chris? Uh, that's I mean that's me agreeing with Anthony. <laughs> that's, yeah, cap that's, capitalism that's will yeah. always never do anything. They're always gonna want more. Yeah, and like that's what I'm also worried about. Cause like when I mean, if you, like bring up that, like I'm also worried about that. Like when Kevin Feige was like, "Yeah, like Black Panther two, Captain Marvel two, like, and Hatsune Four and Mutants," I'm like, "No, this is what I did not want to do." Because like you can't ignore like for X Men, like you can't ignore the impact they had on superhero movies and people. That's what people said about Spider Man. Yeah, but people don't real. I mean, cause like because but like especially for the X Men because the X Men movies became like so shitty that people forget that. Mm-hmm. Like and it doesn't seem right. And it was a lot of the same characters exactly. for a very long time. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I mean, like, I'm not. I wasn't really criticizing that last point. I was just more like, that is something that happens. I what could is you your, agree. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's like I mean, that's what they're gonna always do. They're always gonna criticize, and they're always gonna. They're all. They're not gonna. Sorry. They're gonna always. They're always gonna make what makes them money, and that's what they're gonna do. Like, for me, uh, like the. It's hard because the feelings I get when I talk about, when I think about Disney are like not Disney corporate, but like Disney, like the feelings that I get of like, like imagination and doing good things. And like, like when you go to Disney World, everyone's in character, which is very different than other amusement parks. Um, and other, like, I don't know. I like that type of stuff. I, you know, I kind of, I love being immersed in in these types of things because it's it's the reason why you know i watch a lot of these movies constantly um is because i like feeling connected to these characters and feeling like uh, i can work like i'm learning something of like how to be a good person from that um so like being able to interact and like be in a world that's kind of different from my own physically is very different than like sitting at home and watching the movie, you know, that immersion that you get when you watch the movie becomes much more real when you're actually at the theme park. So, yeah. That's uh, the ultimate what do you, what do you think, form Chris? of escapism. Well, yeah, the, the, escapism. I have been conflicted for the longest time because there's something here, here are two different viewpoints about um, using D23 as a frame. So, Yes, imagination, fun, happiness, magic, yada, yada, yada. D23, I assume, is meant to kind of reward the most hardcore, I, I almost said loyal fans, but that's to me that's a creepy word. Because <laughs> that that kind of like, um, to me, implies that there is like, that Disney has some sort of power over these people. But Well, I think it's, well, th- that brings into the question about like what, like capitalism does that too. It's this idea of fan yeah, culture, exactly. yeah. and you know that the fan culture becomes your identity. It's a, yeah. it it happens with everything. You know, you have your crazy Star Wars fans, you have your crazy Disney fans, you have your crazy Marvel fans, your crazy DC fans. Pick whatever you know branch of you know culture 
that exists, there's always going to, you know, you're always going to have those groups of people that can't escape from real reality because real reality is scary, toxic, and oppressive. So you're going to find something that is not that, and that is going to become your identity. Because what I think, and yeah. that's that's Sorry. like the negative the negative viewpoint there is like this is this is a straight up cult that is like worshiping these these um you know I mm-hmm. I, I I I one of my favorite pictures of all time I don't know why but it was like it was one of the Apple events way back when years ago and you know they unveiled the new MacBook the new iPhone and there is a horde of photographers all like trying to get like all struggling to take a picture of this fucking laptop and it's just like it's just the laptop from like last year but like better and uh, the, you know i saw that um they were offering discounted disney plus subscriptions to people who were there at d23 it's like 33 percent off and you, like go to this place you like register and stuff like that and you you you, you take out 33 percent off for a three-year subscription or something crazy like that. <laughs> yeah that, that's not that's the, you know okay sure whatever yeah. so you're spending a lot of money on that i think that's ridiculous mm-hmm. but um there's just something I'm trying. I'm trying to avoid using the word sinister, because <laughs> no, it's not I, like they're. I mean, like I. I mean, I would say that it, like, so like the average working people are you know brought into this. You know, they're dragged into this kind of un, like this cult, this almost cult of of things. You know, this not not cult of personality, but cult of culture. Of you know, like I saw it with Game of Thrones. I have I saw it happen before my very eyes. Of like people on Twitter, like. You know, they saw a character that they loved and they really appreciated and they saw so much in become something that wasn't what they wanted. So that that everything became like every sort of criticism or any sort of appreciation became evil and toxic. And then it became this it, it just it spirals and it becomes like scary to watch and creepy and uncomfortable. Like I feel like we're we're living in the age of of Stan accounts, you know, of you know your Stan Twitter accounts. There's and, that freaking tweet you know. I always like, used to think, what'd you say? There's like the the tweet of like the the pallbearers lowering down a casket, and the pallbearers are like uh, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and like the casket is Netflix. And it's like, why are you like rooting on company versus company? Like that's a strange. Yeah, thing. like. Like, but like the, so like these, but like these Stan Twitter accounts are like, you know, your, their, uh, what's it called? Their avatar is like Captain Marvel and they'll like post like really dorky memes about her and it's like, oh, she's like the greatest thing ever, blah, 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 which is like, it's fine. You know, you can love a character, but but like there are other, I'm not saying that this specific account is like a problem, but there are other ones with like other characters in either the MCU, Game of Thrones, other sort of cultural iconography that become that like seeing these tweets it becomes like like it becomes toxic you know and the the think is kind of brewing and i'm I'm not like amongst people who are like oh disney's gonna buy everything like they're gonna buy like they're they're gonna fucking buy sony the thing is that i feel that they have not a business monopoly, but a monopoly on creativity, if that makes a lick of sense, because I think they are trying to make themselves look like, oh, this is like the place you want to work for if mm-hmm. you want to if you want to tell a story. 
you know. I want to work. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, like I do want to work there. Yeah, like, oh, absolutely. And, 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 and like, I get to, like imagine building rides for Disney. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah, yeah, and and but then you see like you know like the the you know we we briefly mentioned like brushed upon it, but like their their um their role in strict copyright law. Mm-hmm. The the Mickey Mouse bills, if you may, the Mickey Mouse laws that are preventing uh, of a number of properties from going public domain domain, and the fact that like um, you know they they you know not only do they have like a stronghold on entertainment, they also have a stronghold in the city of Anaheim. Like they're like they have like strong armed them a lot for like tax incentives and other things, and they blacklisted the L.A. Times for reporting on that. <laughs> If you remember that from a couple of years ago, or like a year or oh, two. Oh yeah, that wasn't yeah. a year. That wasn't years ago. That was like, oh like, no, that was. About, wait, what is this? I, like I, I, a year or two ago, I think. They I black. Yeah, it was a year. It's like they blacklisted L.A. Times from coming because they of like this some um, bad reporting. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I I'm not surprised by these things anymore. So I think you know it's it you know it's time for the people to understand not to be surprised, but to take up. Sorry. Sorry, got possessed by something, a specter of some kind. A socialist specter, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm trying not to be like like a like a doomsday prophesizer mm-hmm. of some sort because you know like they're just a media company. It's not like they're doing actual like physical harm to people. Like they're not like Nestle or something like that. They're not Johnson and Johnson. As, as far as I know, um, but there's just something so cr- I'm, I'm looking at Disney plus and I can't shake away the feeling of me wanting to actually subscribe to it. <laughs> and I feel, I feel dirty. <laughs> I feel a little dirty. Yeah, I feel this. weird being like, Oh my God, I just plus and I fucking want it. And is that is that a me thing? Is that a Disney thing? Is that a capitalism thing? It's probably you're about to say it's a capitalism thing. I'm sure, well, but um... well, I mean, it, it's it's a it's a part of this you know this corporate you know culture you know of like imagine if it was just um, imagine if it was just a like there was a streaming service but it had like literally everything on it. It's possible. It's very easy. You know, we basically that's what are getting that. Thought Netflix would be at first, I, I imagine. What'd you uh, say? That's what I thought. That's what people. That's what I thought people thought Netflix was going to be yeah. when when it first started doing streaming. And like, so like, like it's not. It's not like I feel like there's like this guilt that that comes down on a lot of people when it comes to to like capitalist tendencies. And you know, I always bring up the point of you know, no ethical consumption under. You know, there is, it's, it's, you know, it's okay to, to in, indulge. It's okay to like, I don't know, buy something from Amazon because it's okay that you can't get it anywhere else. You can get it on Amazon, but like be understanding and be critical of it because if you're not critical of it, then you're just feeding into the system even more. Yeah. It, you know, like changing the system has to be a catastrophic not a catastrophic, but a massive systemic thing that has to be done. So, like, going and bu- getting Disney Plus, like, you know, you can even bootleg it, you know, or, like, hack in or, like, multiple... You're not evil for account. being for getting Disney Plus, like... Um... Yeah, and, like, 
I, I don't want, and like, I think that there are, you know, specifically talking leftists out there. I don't think any right or centrist people out there are going to give a shit at all. But like, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to feel bad about getting Disney Plus. But you can be critical of it. You can be critical of what Disney is as a corporation. Because let me tell you, man, I really want to watch that Mandalorian show. That looks fucking dope. Why is Werner Herzog in it? <laughs> oh my god! Like I want Marvel account. I mean, we could. We did that with Switch. We got everyone. Oh, like all me, Chris, and all got like online. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I'm like gonna just stick with my family because that's what we did from Netflix. But um. But that is a valid that is a valid that you can form a fake family if you want and just uh there are seven profiles with Disney Plus. Well, we have going seven to people on AP like, Marvel. I guess that's true. But you got you got um what do you call it? You got algorithms and also human curation on that on that service, which is interesting. And you know, I'm I'm just gonna like really I hope you didn't come into this episode expecting us to just speculate on like what all of these properties are going to entail. Like it, it, you should know by now, by episode sixty-five, that that's not exactly what we do in AP Marvel. But um, man, Ages of Shield season seven, man. Uh, so we we're not cut up, so we can. I uh, you can't even you, like, watch the trailer, man. <laughs> Dude, um, but but you I'm just, behind. But I'm very behind. Let's talk yeah. about that that Ages of Shield trailer. I can't, you saw it. Well, um, but besides that, uh, Disney Plus is going to be a very interesting platform because I guess they're trying to go for like high budget. It, this looks like a movie, but it's just on streaming kind of the, kind mm-hmm. of thing. So they have they already announced WandaVision and Loki and Hawkeye, and, and they're not gonna be binged, which right. I'm actually like I'm down for that. I'm okay with that. Well, I mean, yeah. B- Binging would encourage, hey, let me just buy this for a month and then unsubscribe when I'm done. Yeah, true. Um, but, but there's so much content coming out. Exactly. There are so many goddamn movies and TV shows coming up with this thing. And, you know. It, it, it ends up being like a positive, like a net positive of like, I don't have to buy any. Well, like, that's the thing. I don't have to buy anything else. I you will, get your, buy you will Disney. get your bang for your Only buck. Only Disney. Yes, buy you- Disney. The the it, there will be a lot of value from the relatively low price. However, people are speculating that oh yo they're gonna bump those prices up when they get a subscriber base and it the, the they might they probably the, will the, the price hike a price hike would would save the uh, subscribers that they lose because people will still be people will stay on that um that ecosystem you know mm-hmm. so but. Y'all, we got we have if, if we want to keep up with the MCU, She Hulk, Marvel, Knight. Is this the space to talk about those now? Because um, I feel like yeah, I feel yeah, like if, I mean, if people have been listening to this podcast and they've continued to listen to forty four minutes of my you know socialist rhetoric and YouTube just YouTube also as well as me complaining about Disney as a whole. I think it's time that we actually give them how excited we are for the actual content that oh, we're going sure. to be receiving. Well, here's the thing. I, don't have, I don't have anything to say because I don't know anything about these shows. All like, right, Chris. I don't, I don't need to. Let me yeah. let us sit you down and talk you about these properties, Miss Marvel. I talk about Miss Marvel. I'll talk about me. Give me it. No, I want. No, I want to talk about. I want to talk about all of them. But I, but I, I know a little bit about Moon Knight. I, I also could... know a little bit about Moon Knight. Oh, fuck. Okay, let's start. Yeah, all right, so. Go. 
So Miss Marvel. So like I haven't. So I I have read more Moon Knight than Miss Marvel, but I think that like I remember like Brie Larson talking about how she wants to incorporate like Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel too. I think this is the perfect. She's gonna appear in the TV show. Yeah, like this is the perfect platform for them to do that. I think like it's so easy to do it. Just throw the character in. Like I don't know. Like. Not gonna lie, like, as excited I am for these shows, it does reflect, like, the trend of, like, oh, Disney pulling content to create from, like, this decade slash this century, which is, like, create, which is, like, makes some sense because, like, most people have, would have read stuff that just recently released and stuff that came out, like, in the 70s, but, like, there's so much content that, like, I don't understand, like, why they're just pulling, like, most of their recent pulls have been, like, from like, this century of, like, comics, like, Thor, Love, and Thunder pulls the, literally pulls the Jane Foster storyline, like, Miss Marvel came out, like, in 2012, like, the Moon Knight, I'm assuming for Moon Knight, they're gonna do, like, the rebooted version, like, the, like, the Marvel, no, it's not, not the rebooted, the Marvel Now reprint. The Ultimate? No, Marvel Now. Okay, because, like, the, what was interesting was that, you know, you made a point that they only did basically stuff in the 21st century, the only thing that they did outside of the 21st century... She- was Thanos. It was the Infinity Gauntlet storyline. Yeah. Everything else was in this storyline. It was in the like, 21st century. But, like, I guess looking at Phase 4, most of that is from, like, this century. I think, like... But that's because a lot of young kids watched, you know, and the most... Yeah. The, I mean, millennials are going to be the most of the people doing this. Yeah, Millennials granted. are from 24 to 40. So, you know, all of those... That's the big core of the base. Yeah, that, granted, that is true. But, yeah, like, speaking of those properties, I think, like... For Miss Marvel, like, it's about time. I know people have been clamoring for Moon Knight for years, and I'm so excited. I hope, like... Talk about Miss Marvel first, because I want to talk about what me and Zeke talked about with Moon Knight, because okay. it was an interesting thing. Yeah, but, like, for Miss Marvel, like, me for Miss Marvel is, like, pretty much it. I'm excited for, like, I think, like, Miss Marvel, like, fits perfectly in, like, the future that, like, Disney and, like, Marvel are trying to create. And I hope... I think... Out of all the series, I hope. Well, I mean, personally, I hope Moon Knight does well. I think for the sake of what Kevin Feige is trying to do, I hope Miss Marvel performs the best out of these shows. Now, Moon Knight, I I think they're all going to be performing well because Marvel has a really good track. I mean, like for She Hulk, I'm like still like she. I have some interesting ideas on what is going to happen, but we'll talk about. Yeah, but like for Moon Knight, that's <coughs> so I can transition to Anthony. Um, does yeah for Moon Knight, so I can transition to Anthony, mm-hmm. like. I'm, says, I'm very excited because, like, I'm just very excited. Cause, like, it's just, like, an, it's, he is such an interesting character. I'm very I cautious. Hope, like, Are you cautious? Because I'm cautious. Yeah, because of, like, the mental... The mental stuff. And I'm going to get to that. Do you want to continue? Yeah, like, I think I mean, you bring up an important point. I hope, like, because this could be, like, this could be, like, I it could be, like, their legion and, or treat, and, like, treat mental health issues in the a good light, yeah. or it could be like the Iron Fist or Thirteen Reasons Why. Yeah. It could go yeah. either way. What's yeah. the deal with with this character? I, I so Moon Knight is a character that basically is an archaeologist goes into a an Egyptian cave or something, meets up with a god. The god basically gives him the power of a bunch of other gods, and then he's his mind is basically melded with like a bunch of other people. He has DID. Oh, yeah. DID? okay. Yeah, I think so. Is it DID or schizophrenia? Uh, it's schizophrenia. It's not DID. So, so my friend has schizophrenia, and he loves Moon Knight, like really, like he's like really down with Moon Knight, and actually told me that I said, "Hey, 
I think that this is going to have some serious topics. It's going to be pretty dark. It should be a TV show so they can get through a lot of the stuff much more, much more clearer than they would if they did it in a movie where I feel like they would be, it would be rushed. And he said that it should be in a movie. I actually completely forget the reasons why he said it should be in a movie Oof. versus a TV show. I guess because, like, I mean, if I can maybe supplement for him. I guess because, like, for like for a TV show, you're spraying it out over, like, 13 hours. Like for, it could be brooding and, and, it, and like, it, it could hurt the brain. Exactly. It's, so like much, Netflix, like it's like the Netflix anguish. shows. Yeah, it's yeah. like the Netflix shows. Like, mean, like meanwhile, for Moon Knight, like, it is, like, a little bit more arranging. It is, like, more condensed and you might have, like, less to tell. But, like, at least, like, you get people talking and like yeah. it is like it could be on the bigger platform i think i remember personally when i first heard like rumblings about new night i thought like it could go either way mm-hmm. like i would prefer if it was not like on like i guess sort of the harder side and like the PG side I, which i, I, I think they're doing i hope it's a little bit more darker i think what what will really depend on how Moon Knight will turn out is the team they bring on. Because they just announced yeah. titles and logos. We don't yeah, know that anything That is very else. true. So I it's think Ms. Marvel's going to be more like... I mean, like, that's fine. I mean, like, you can do a lot with PG-13. Yeah. You can do a lot with PG-15, but, like, that's a UK thing. Yeah. So, like, I think Ms. Marvel's going to be much more, much more online with Runaways. Moon Knight is going to be much more, like, in line with Daredevil. I, like, I imagine the scene, actually, like... This is really, really dumb and a really obscure, not obscure, but like a weird reference to bring up. But if anyone remembers Sonic Adventure 2, how Knuckles would appear very randomly, but never appear with the characters on screen, but like he would be doing his own thing. And then like, he'd like appear in the dark. It's like, hey guys, what's up? I just did my thing. Now I have to go back and do my other thing. That's what Moon Knight's character is going to do. He's going to appear in like these massive team ups, but he's only going to be like, there's so much other things I must do. Bye, and then fl- and then like wave his cape and then disappear. I the actually, night. I mean, like, I mean, maybe it's the context you're bringing this up, and I don't know if I want him. To- I feel like they'll do it for the because of how it's already like. Look, if I just like- learned that fucking Howard the Duck was Endgame finals. I didn't realize that <sighs> for months. And I just realized that now. So they're going to do whatever they fucking can to get Moon Knight into the sequel. Chris, did you know that? Know what? About Howard the Duck? Uh, what about Howard the Duck? He's in the and he's He comes out of the portal with all the other Ravagers. Does, yes. You're right. Yeah. Yes. It's really fucking dumb. Um... I will, yes. But uh so but I uh we forgot She Hulk. So She Hulk I actually saw as maybe being a kind of like one a super superwoman show. Like I think I could see the softer Jessica Jones. Yeah, I feel it's going to be like I feel like you'll have actually Marvel up and like because like that's how this will work and the villain will be like the leader. And like, oh, that's the name of the. And like, Mark and like Bruce Banner is going to show up, but he's not going to be like real Hulk. And they're going to do like they'll do they'll no like I mean like because he's his arm's still like injured, Mm -hmm. so like he won't be like fighting, but he'll be like he'll be the guy in the chair, and she will be the one out fighting, and like she will be getting like used to. I mean, there's a lot of meta humor in her series, is what I'm gathering from a lot of. Yeah, so like they could definitely do like that too. Um, and maybe it w- it could lead into like a movie with uh, Amadeus show. And I sure, feel like that w- yeah. building that I up, mean, building that stuff up would be really cool. 
Yeah, I, I think it, they're. I think they they can go with a real unique tone with She-Hulk. I'm just really annoyed by all of the all the boys who were unaware that Chris, She-Hulk was Chris, a comic book character. I think it's time to accept <laughs> that. Fuck the boys. People who do not understand. Well, people who do understand that she is not a gender swapped character. She is a different character. Um, man, people are stupid. Uh, people are really dumb. Yeah, but there there are some. Yeah, you know, I want to see some lawyering. I want to see some like. Oh I yeah, I want to. I want to see like. I want to see like. Fucking. Uh, I want to see SVU shit. Oh, I want this to be the Better Call Saul of the MCU. Would that be Boom. good or no? Boom, I got it. <laughs> I figured it out. Yes. Yeah. Shut it down. Shut down this podcast episode. Shut it down. Shut it down. Sorry, I was I was reading something else when I said, uh, because Izzy was asking me a question and didn't want to get on the pod. Um. But yeah, um, I think these shows could be good. I think the only one that could, like, you can get into really uncomfortable territory. I think, like, but I think it's also just, like, I think I can both say for us, like, we just care a lot about it. And I care, I mean, like, I care, like, and how it's portrayed. Because, mm-hmm. like, I think you could, yeah, it's like, as I mentioned, it could be, like, a, like, a, what's a, a legion? Name it, what, what's a property that you, what's a, property that you think tackles mental health really well anthony ah as someone who constantly deals with mental health i uh, I talked about it well oh bojack yeah in this but like the way that they talk about it is how not to fucking do it like it's a satire it's it is a satire but the idea is that like all these characters are terrible you have to know that all these characters are fucking terrible they're not getting healthy they are most of them are incredibly depressed, incredibly anxiety ridden, and they just talk and they are just like fucking awful. They don't deal with it. They don't deal with their problems, but they all have it. They all have problems, but they never deal with it. Yeah, like, I mean, I, yeah, like, I guess, like, yeah, it could be like a, like, yeah, like, they could do some scary, like, horror stuff in it, but I don't want them to be like, like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, like, it seems like it honestly thinking about it more and more, this could be like their legion or like in terms of like like in terms of like how like I guess psychedelic psychedelic it could be and like maybe it could be like the fact like yeah like if he's an insane time like talking about like that and it like it could be like psychedelic horror. Yeah, like what Doctor Strange was supposed to be the first time. But yes. like tried. But um I hope they do a little bit more like that the second time. Yeah, like the like honestly the only thing I can think of right now, like as a property that talks about mental health in a somewhat good way is this scene in rocket man where jamie bell and ten egerton are talking and jane bell just says like you know it's not weak to ask for help like that's something that we literally teach in orientation like it could it could talk about these things positively but i am but i think we're both so so worried it's going to turn into like an iron fist episode two or because i'm just talking about this in my class like i feel like iron fist worst possible scenario absolutely i don't think it's gonna be an iron fist but like it's there's a chance, there's a small chance it could be that, and I'm scared. I mm-hmm. don't, it really does depend on, like, the team they bring. Mm. Um, with that being said, do we want to talk about the movies a little bit, or I feel like also this Not has been, like, a good so. place. I mean, Eternals, like, we we kind of, I, I think y'all called, y'all covered that in the um, Comic-Con episode, so. Yeah, I mean, the movie news, like, was very, like, slimy, just, like, Black Panther 2, which is the bigger one, like, May 6, 2022. 
um, Eternals pictures. Richard Madden looks so good. Sorry, I'm gonna be yeah. Just a warning. I'm gonna be thirsting on Richard Ma about Richard Madden podcast for a while. Sure, so sure, sure. Um, <laughs> so like, is so what's Kit? So Kit Harrington's playing the character Black Knight. Yeah, he's a human. So he's he's a human, and he's in gonna be in Eternals. Yes, with all the other characters. Yeah. Okay, that's gonna be kind of cool. Um, and then. Oh, Black Widow concept art. Oh, that was you, man. Yeah, it was me living. Um, yeah, and then the Black Widow concept art. The white suit is interesting, but like that's all that really is about movies. I think like, I think like our in-depth discussion on like the Disney shows, like actually, there were yeah. four seconds of the footage that were leaked on camera, and it's it like looked, it looked cool. She she does she she like picks up a picks up an enemy and like by the neck and like slam slams them against uh the cabinet. It's like yo, that looks pretty great. That looks like fucking Jason Bourne right there. I love that. I'm like, I'm like yeah. for me personally, like I've I feel like I've dealt with the whole year issue. Oh yeah, with um, well, no, with TV shows and well, well, upcoming with Black Widow. I mean, it's a personal thing, but there's this constant like anti-soviet union type of thing but like yeah i'm not a, i'm not a Stalin that shit but like in the sense of like all socialism is bad so you've got that with stranger things you got that with um elements in chernobyl and i feel like they're gonna have that with like david harbour's character being like uh capital is bad <laughs> type of thing uh which is like not gonna be great and i'm just gonna be like yeah well i expected that yeah i feel like russian politics would be an interesting topic for like that oh well i mean once the movie comes out if they delve into it then i can kind of go into what happened into the that's true they're not gonna the 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 degradation the 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 degrading of the soviet union yeah i feel like i'm sure everything in this disney scholar johansson movie will be done tastefully is that sarcasm? Because of Scarlett Johansson? That is like the most sarcastic. <laughs> Good. I want. I just yeah. want Hansen. Yeah, yeah. I was. Scarlett like, oh, Johansson. Not problematic. Mentioning Russia also in the movie? Not problematic? <laughs> question mark, question mark, question mark. Question mark. <laughs> yeah, question. Um, um, people keep bringing up Namor in Black Panther 2. I feel like that would be an interesting villain in the sense that it's not really a villain. Like a, like a ghost kind of scenario. Yeah, kind of like it goes. Kind of like oh, you could do like two ruling kingdoms. Wait, have you seen what Boss Logic made? No, Boss Logic makes good content. Um, but it's like it would be interesting, kind of seeing team up at the end. And it's like actually the villain for most of this movie. That's what? literally what Boss Logic made. <laughs> that I cannot find because it's literally. I'll send it to you later. Okay, cool. But yeah, like, I mean, like that would be fine. But like, I'm not a fan. I want Black Panther. Give me a little bit more of like their own universe. I don't want to like tone like dampen it down with also introducing an entire other section of the character. Okay. Or another entire other character. Chris, what do you think? Nothing. <laughs> I think nothing. <laughs> um. Yeah, let's uh, let's wrap this up. We gotta go places, so um, yeah, I think that's a you know, that's good place to stop. Yeah, I mean, Long covered... story short, Disney freaks me out, but I'm still going to subscribe to Disney Plus because I really want to consume their content. Sorry. 
if, 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 you were, if you were totally out of Disney's ecosystem, like all power to you. If you love Disney, like with a passion, okay, just be wary of some stuff. But you know what? Your your love for those properties and movies and TV shows, I, I I'm not gonna invalidate that. So. Yeah, it's okay to like things. And it's also okay to not like things. I think we should accept that with people. Except when it comes with actual people. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it, like there's a very big difference between liking the Jets and not liking brown people. That was very... Let's, let's yeah, stop right there. Yeah, let's stop right let's there stop before right I say... Yeah, that was, ahead, that was, but yeah. man, okay. I'm at Compenderizer. Izzy, where are you at? I'm at Delirlin on Twitter. And I'm at the Pizza Taco on Twitter. At AP It's just, you know, there's a very big difference between basic, you know, like, oh, I like vanilla ice cream, and like, I don't like giving money to poor people. AP Marvel's on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. Just stop. <laughs> yes, why? I'm just. Any podcast platform. What do you mean you don't understand? It's very easy. One that Charles Villanueva for the graphic tools opinion, and the other one is just like a you know like a political. Yeah, just keep talking with the brand, Chris. I did it. I did it. I did. That's the ending. Um, Oh, that's it. Bye, everybody. Wait, but do you guys understand what I'm getting at? No. <laughs> what do you mean you don't understand? Like, I, like, I like this pillow versus, I don't think, like, versus someone saying, I like this personal pillow versus someone saying, I don't like you as a human being. There's a very big difference. Oh, okay. It's a big difference what you're conveying, then yes, that does make sense. Yes. I missed that the part. The point is a big difference between liking vanilla and chocolate versus- what pillow were you talking about? There's a pillow that I'm holding on to. In the SNS office. In the SNS office. God.